Welcome to Chacharone with Candy and Noodle, the monthly chat show podcast about all things now, then, and tomorrow. It's a little politics, a little art and science, and a whole lot of feminism. Liberal as fuck. Oh, my pause was wrong. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, well, welcome back to Chat Your Own. I'm Candy here with Noodle. How are you doing, Noodle? Uh, clearly, clearly just great. We're doing great. You know, having to repeat this story um, really does fit in well with the story itself, where I feel like I am like stuck in a time warp of right. the time between Halloween and Thanksgiving. Because I am trying to like get ready for Thanksgiving and get excited about like being grateful for stuff and turkeys and Rebel's like, hmm, could you read me the Oriental Company, the Oriental Trading Company Halloween catalog again? Like, well, could we like read this Thanksgiving book? He's like, hmm, I'd like to read about the bouncing eyeballs, please. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, they sell bouncing eyeballs in the Oriental Trading Halloween catalog again. Uh, boo bags, lots of boo bags and affordable candy. It does not help us like move through the year. So, so if you get a Christmas present from Noodle, that's 70 bouncy eyeballs. You know what? <laughs> You'll understand why. Yeah. Um, so it's weird. I feel like I feel like time being weird anyway is like extra weird when when the toddler is not interested in moving on. No, this is fine. let's interested. just stay here. Yeah. This so I'm like, fine. I'm like extra stuck. Um, well, if it helps, you guys could come over here because my Halloween decorations are still up. It might. That might help because uh, mine, mine came down. Like all the spooky stuff is gone, but the pumpkins stayed. Oh, the pumpkin fall, should stay. Yeah, fall yeah. pumpkins, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like pumpkin patch stuff. So That's heavy good. on the pumpkins. Keep yeah. The, so keep the fall alive, I guess. He'll, he'll help keep the fall alive. You yeah. won't feel like Santa's creeping up your ass this year, maybe. Santa is a, a, exceptionally not in the house yet. Very, yeah. very far from your ass. So, mm-hmm. yeah, holy shit, it's November. <laughs> I don't understand how this year has gone by so fast. Considering that, like, tw- and I feel like I said this last time, 2020 is the world's slowest year, but 2021 was like, mm, done. Yeah. Blink and it's gone. It's already happened. Yeah. I, uh, well, that's part of the reason why my decorations are still up is because it's somehow November 18th. Mm-hmm. It's not even just like, oh, it's November. No, it's two and a half weeks into fucking November. Yeah, November does not have much longer left. Not messing around. So this, <laughs> uh, this episode, we're going to do a kind of year end checklist, what we do at the year end, um, how we prepare for the holidays. We're going to talk a little shopping, but a little. Because it's going to be down your throats nonstop for the mm-hmm. next, I don't know, two days, because then it'll be Christmas. I don't, <laughs> I don't get time. I don't get time. Uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with our secret question, which is holiday related. Noodle, are you ready? I am ready. What is your favorite holiday friend story? Any holiday. Okay. Uh, my favorite holiday friend story is an Elaine Mahoney story, and it's St. Patrick's Day. And we, in high school, we used to cut school, because we're from New York. Uh, in high school, we used to cut school on St. Patrick's Day and go to the city. 
and like go to the parade and just have chaos and drink on the train and just like wander about like idiots on St. Patrick's Day. Um, which like at, you know, 16 and 17 is probably not a great like plan from a safety perspective, but it was right. always the most fun. Like we had a fucking ball doing it. Like one year we something ended up in a fountain. Like, I don't know. It was very much a like those like thick fisherman sweaters situations and just like, like those big chaos. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And just like hilarious. Just I don't kidding. I mean, we must have seen the parade, but like, frankly, I just remember like cutting school and going to the city for St. Patrick's Day. Um, you got whipped on the train. Yeah, right. Wasted on the train. And it was always like our favorite. Uh, and I still have like a deep affection for St. Patrick's Day. I mean, admittedly, when I was working in the bar, like it's the day that I was able to pay rent that day. You know, like I've made tons and tons of money, but I just, right. uh, it's a long standing love affair with St. Patrick's Day. You do. Oh, you do. That's. That's very true. It feels like ages since we've run out for St. Patrick's <laughs> Day. And it has yep. been. Yep. Uh, it's hard to like imagine it now, especially <laughs> like you think about how crowded the bars were and you're like, like face to the back of the person's head in front of you. Face, face in sweaty pit. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Basically I don't know a standing room only sold out Joe. St. <laughs> yeah. Patrick's Day at the bar. But with the same three songs on repeat. And they're it's, all whiskey in a jar. Especially if it's a <laughs> jukebox situation. <laughs> the idiots who are drinking are in control, most likely. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, what is yours? Day. That's a great question. I love it. Thank you. Um, <sighs> one of, if not my absolute favorite, is... Um, it's a actually, actually, it's actually Thanksgiving story. Um, we used to, have, I probably have told at least part of this on the show before. We used to have a tradition to go see a movie. Like we would all do our family Thanksgivings. And then at whatever time we'd be like, we had to go <laughs> pie in them out. And we would go see a movie real late. And this was, um, I'm not going to say their names because I'm going to tell the story. They know who they are. I'll tell you later. Um, <laughs> and we drove super far out to some theater like kind of in the middle of nowhere and it was humongous um to see the spongebob movie so this was about that time what year is this i don't know i was like 22 maybe 21 22 22 23 well she was dating that guy and he was there and that was a to-do but the reason it was so fun is because we got shrooms um <laughs> beforehand and it was we had a really, really great time. It was a nice night. One of those nights that just kind of went on forever. But we were like I was at, at some point I was finally like at home and in my jams, and it didn't matter. <laughs> just me and my jammies hanging out. I was on the phone with my friend, saw a good movie. Everyone was tripping balls. It was pretty funny. It was funny. It was an excellent Thanksgiving memory. Thank you. I think so. Plus, there was all the snacks, right? Like, you, there was things to eat. I don't yes. know if shrimps make you hungry. There were things to eat. Um, and this place had had a great bathroom that was a checkered floor with red metal stalls. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was super cool. It seemed to go on forever, but it was <laughs> very rad. It feels very like Alice in Wonderland. Exactly. It was very Alice in Wonderland-y. That was a good Thanksgiving. 
Okay. Anywho. Uh, delicious. Delicious. It was. It was a delicious Thanksgiving. Um, it was. It's when I think about often. I also, my other story that popped into my head was birthday related. And that was, I believe, Katie got me these tickets for my birthday, maybe. So it was December in Chicago. And we went to see Aerosmith and Lenny Kravitz. Mm. But it was like, there had been a horrible storm and like, no one showed up. The show was in a big arena and like very empty. Um, And as we were pulling up to it, Katie was driving and her window was down and a snowplow came by and I watched, I watched it happen. I, it was like in slow motion. Like I saw it. Cause you know, like, you know, when they go by with the plow on the curve, you know, to like, just get it over to the side it comes up and like a little wave. I saw it come in the window and hit Katie in the face and then it was in my mouth. And that was, I was just talking about that the other day. <laughs> it's my other favorite holiday friend story. You know what? I bet that was amazing. It was. And I, I could that. taste it. Like when I talk about it, I'm like, oh man, salt, <laughs> dirt, United Center in my mouth. It was a good show. Lenny Kravitz was mad. I mean, was there. I'm glad for Katie that it also hit you as opposed to like, you watched it coming and ducked, <laughs> but like didn't say right? I was like, oh shit. No, it was good. It was good. We were both incredibly disgusting. <laughs> equally, equally covered in filth. Cold, cold filth. It was a good time. It was a good time. Were, it was wet for the whole show. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, we, we got hit again when we were standing <laughs> outside. Um, I'll have to confirm with Katie. I, it did because we were we were linked arms because you have to park across the street in a different parking lot, like not attached to the... <laughs> I'm weeping. It was great. It was a really good night. At some point, like your jeans are so wet. It doesn't matter. That's just it. Chicago in the winter is like a whole other universe. It is. It's a a dystopian nightmare. Everything is salty. No one can stand up without falling down. Cartoon noises everywhere. Mm, Ice and snow. It is a good time. time. So speak, wait, speaking of like it being cold, it's time to uh, talk about cozying up with some books. Noodle, what you, what you read, Noodle? That's, that's a, that's a tough segue. Got to wipe all the, (laughs) the laughter tears out of my face because I read two unhappy books. Uh, Oh, jeez. No, actually. So I feel like I have really struggled with books this year. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's because I've been reading like serious books and a lot more nonfiction. And I, I have made a really serious effort to not read so many white men, which is annoying that the last two books I read were both very famous white men. And I really enjoyed both of them. Pissed off about it. I am. I am <laughs> mad about it. But I will say, so the first one was Turtles All the Way Down um, by Jonathan, John Green, who wrote, you know, his most famous was The Fault in Our Stars, which I didn't read because I'm like, eh, dead everybody, like, YA, I don't care. I was shocked by how, how much I enjoyed Turtles all the way down. And I think mm. it's actually because his his main character was a, was a female. So I didn't feel so, like, white male-y. Um, and it is about, like, whatever, there's a plot. There's a plot. Like... <laughs> It's a set of best friends and like some guy that they know and the guy that they know is like 
secretly his dad's like a billionaire, but his dad goes missing. And so there's like a murder mystery, like missing person thing that they're trying to solve for. Whatever. That part's preposterous. But the the main character has um, an obsessive compulsive disorder where and like riddled in with anxiety and a bunch of other very serious mental disorders that are all very much like, look, I can function, I can function, I can function, like right up until you cannot, mm-hmm. where it has actually like sucked you down into this vortex and you don't realize how bad it is until you're like all the way on the bottom spinning around and like shoveling hand sanitizer into your mouth. So um, it was really, really engaging and upsetting and like made you like look at yourself and be like, do I do that? Am I, am I doing a thing right now? Oh my God, should I be concerned about like this like weird thing that I'm doing? Mm-hmm. And it cycles through. Um, and it really, you can, the author who writes pretty consistently about mental disorders, I, I mean, like he must, he must have something to be able to write so clearly and concisely or like be in a family with somebody. Like there, there must be enough of a personal connection because it's written in a way that it feels so visceral. Um, mm. And I really enjoyed the writing like whatever the story itself like who cares but the character and the way the character interacts with herself and the way she talks about the cycles and the the mind you know the the traps that you get into yourself um, was really wonderfully delivered um so i really enjoyed that one it's beautiful and i felt very emotional about it um and then the second one was moon glow by michael shaban which I did not feel emotional about it at all. I was very like detached from it, but also like Michael Schwann like writes these very detached characters. Like it's very like reserved characters mm. that are like telling a story, but they're telling it in like a self mocking manner where they're not taking themselves super seriously. So even if they are, even if the sto- as the story is happening to them, there's a layer of reserve from the story as they're telling it. And that gave me the ability to like, enjoy the story in a third part like in a third person perspective where I'm all the way over here watching this story happen but because the narrator is not so personally invested in it I can feel less personally invested in it but just like go along for the ride Mm. and also that the main character of that while the main character so it's like a fake autobiography where he's listening to his like dying grandfather tell stories of his youth and like it is supposed to be about his grandfather but I don't think it actually is. I think it's, I think it's fiction, (laughs) but his grandfather is so obsessed with his relationship with his deeply mentally ill wife. So again, it's a female, like Mm. as the, the crux of the story. And like, it's, it was very interesting and it takes it, all of the memories take place during and in the aftermath of world war II. Oh. and um the pursuit of rocketry so Ooh. around like is van von braun a hero or a villain he's a villain um, but like kind of and that's another layer of it of like removing the personal from the professional is a piece of it so there's mm. a lot of separation which made it much more enjoyable because i have decided i'm not going to read any more holocaust books like i'm not going to read them i can't like i'm I have, I have read the emotional gut punch after gut punch after gut punch. And I, I feel like I have spent a lot of time with that narrative mm-hmm. and I'm just, I'm going to put it aside for now for, for a while, but reading about world war two in like a 
Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy kind of mentality to it uh, is is fine. Like it doesn't fall into that interesting narrative, even though the looming specter of the Holocaust is in the story. It is not like the main crux of it. Right. Uh, so I also really enjoyed Moonglow. Excellent. Yeah. So That's two two good. books by white men that I enjoyed. So there you go. I like the title. Moon glow. Yeah, I, mean, I, I haven't yeah. read the book, so I don't know exactly what it refers to. If if it's not just uh, extremely abstract, I'm not sure. But I love uh, yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of about burning stuff down, and oh, also like then. trying yeah. to fly to the moon. Oh, right. Oh, because the sense. rocketry and- that makes sense. That's yeah. funny. I recently had um, kind of a similar feeling about um, well, about World War II. I. Well, a similar feeling to how you feel about the Holocaust, kind of how I'm feeling about World War II. Some movie is coming out. I don't know. I think it's another, is it another Pearl Harbor telling? I don't know. I think that's it, but it's 100%, you know, I'm starting to get burned out on the glory of war Mm. stories. Uh Um, And just at a time when, you know, we keep getting reboots and you know putting people of color in well-established you know characters with a bunch of white people first and instead of like new material and just we're making all these very interesting choices I'm I am incredibly over the hypocrisy of continuing to tell these stories about World War II specifically and everything that happened and and get continuing to do, I can't I mean why why are we continuing it's it's glorifying it at this point because we're clearly not learning from it um and how can that and, how can that still be entertaining it, it, America is not the hero folks it's just I'm, I'm starting I'm I'm taking a step back mm-hmm. not that I'm like a big war movie buff anyway but I was just <laughs> like ah, oh, fucking humans man give it a rest either learn <laughs> from it and talk about it America or stop stop making money off of it. See, mm. now I'm upset. I get excited. That's an, that's an interesting, an interesting, but learn from it or stop making money off of it. That's a really good bright line. Mm. Thanks. You, well, look, yeah. and that was good. And that came out of it. So yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy you liked your books. I'm happy we've both made very uh, serious choices about the kind of things we're going to put in our brain space because it's about protecting your brain spray, sprays, your brain sprays. Hey. Noodle, why don't you lead us into what we're talking about here? <laughs> in a year, I'm going to take a sip of water. Uh, so as we approach the end of the year here, um, you know, there's, there's so many pieces of, of what makes the year end, like beyond just the holiday itself, but that like wrapping up and um, the closure of one, the planning of the next and so on. So there's a lot of tradition that goes with it, but, uh, and there's a lot of family that goes with it. And there's a lot of like different pieces that make up our like long, dark winter. And what do we do to entertain ourselves during them? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the mm-hmm. first big one is obviously like shopping, right? Gift yeah. giving, gift buying, gift preparation, gift lifting, listing, and so on. The lists, so yeah, 
you know, being listy type folks, what, uh, <laughs> what kind of, what kind of lists do you make Andy so, as we head into this? That is so funny. I was going to start making, I, I actually have a house list right now. And one of the, the house list is more of a, a broad list of things, each of which should probably have its own list. Mm, and on that list this. is to make my holiday lists. Um, I usually make a list of presents, um, deadlines, like ship dates. Cause I mail stuff mm. like anyone listening who normally gets a gift from me and didn't get one last year. Sorry. 2020 <laughs> did not. I've got some of them still sitting behind me. Also, there's my sister's wedding present back there in the I'm working oh, on it, guys. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Coming. Yeah, I make a uh, a list of presents, a list of deadlines, um, usually a list of uh, foods. So there's lots of grocery lists, usually, um, especially in December. This is the second year that we are ordering Thanksgiving dinner. So that changes the kind of lists I make for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It becomes a day that's not all about cooking. Cause when I, so when I cook for the holiday, I mean, I do have a list that's got time on it. What goes in when it's very, very that's organized. It's impressive. impressive. I feel really good about it. And there's a couple of like, there's like three or four versions, but then the final version is like kitchen ready. Um, but it changes the day. Right. So like, mm-hmm. I don't have to make a list that's get this in the oven at whatever time, but I get to make a list that's like, what fun stuff are we going to do with our day where we don't have a bunch of shit we have to do at a certain time? It really changes everything about it. it. Is. Mm-hmm. Not cooking. Yeah, we, we're also, we are ordering the turkey this year and cooking the sides, mm-hmm. um, which feels like less pressure. Because if you fuck up totally. the green bean casserole, there's still mashed potatoes. Um, <laughs> just so you know, if you wanted to order an ice cream pie from Magpies, they have a deadline. It's the 21st, oh. I think. Mm, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin and like pecan makeup, maple, I think. I know. That's important. That feels like an important, <sighs> important share. Yeah. yeah. Ice cream pie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's just do this for the rest of the Are day. they still oh. open? <laughs> Can I get one right now? You think they would just deliver me a slice like, while we're recording? Like, just like one scoop. Oh my God. It's so, 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 so good. What kind of list do you make? Um, similar, except without any of the cooking stuff, because that is just like not my responsibility. Uh, I do make the list of lists of like, okay, we need to figure out right. who are we, who are we buying for is a good list. Uh, what is on Revel's Christmas list and like, how does that get spread? Cause it's Christmas and birthday here at the right. end of the year. So I, ha- so I make those lists and then I like spread them out amongst people, you know, because you don't want to get all of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Like one year I had one list for me and like did not manage it correctly and ended up getting like four of the same things on for everything that was on my list. And I was like, what have I done dummy like it like admittedly they were all like consumables so it was fine but I was like this is very stupid you have done something terribly stupid um so I have never made that mistake again yeah so I make like his lists uh we make the lists of who are we buying for there's also the list of you know the the toy drive that we sponsor every year that that Elaine this is your second mention that Elaine runs um so I make the list of like okay who am I going to reach out to about this and like make sure that I'm allocating funds there. So like, there's, there's a lot of, a lot. And then there's the like Christmas card lists of 
the, there's a Changes. checklist of what, what needs to happen to get to the, so you book right. a photographer, you do you have all your clothes? Do you have your locations? Do you have like all of those right pieces? Turns out it was 90 degrees when we did our Christmas. I, oh, I want to talk about it. I'm sweaty in my sweater. <laughs> <laughs> and then you also have to like, look at the hot, the like address list. And is there, do we have everybody addresses? If not, like we got to go and get those things. Um, and then there's holiday event lists like that you have to buy tickets for. So are we going to this, this lighting? Are we going to that? Like we are starting to go to things again a little bit, you know, outdoor mask mm-hmm. things, but like, okay, did I get my tickets for zoo lights? Like, cool. Did I get the tickets for the drive through Christmas experience? Okay. Did so you? like there's, I haven't yet. No. Oh my God. Send me the link. That's on my list, but yes, I will. Send me um, so, snacks in the so, car. Yes. So I'm trying to like make those lists and also like our own Christmas lists. And right. Yeah. I, I said a list of people were buying for, right? I didn't you, did. That you did. You <laughs> did. Okay. I have, it's funny. I get, I was going to surprise my mom this year and maybe I'll do it because she's not listening. Um, my family used to do, everyone got together on Thanksgiving. And that was when the grownups at some point they started doing a grab bag for all the adults. Cause there were like right. too many kids. Um, and that that's what we would do. So on Thanksgiving, you would pick who you got and then give mm. them your list and you had to give it to them on Thanksgiving. So there was no question about what that's you wanted for idea. Christmas. Very mm. organized. So I, this year, I think I'm just going to send my mom a list on Christmas and be like, boom, done because she will call me the next day and say, so what do you and Dustin want for Christmas? And I'm going to say nothing. And she's going to say, you can't want nothing. And we're going to every year, my entire life, my entire life, because the truth is other than for kids, because it's very different for kids, but I like, I'm not a big fan of the adult list. Like and, they're not really super fun. They're not right. Like I surprise me, you get me something that you think I'm going to, because it always ends up being like people putting on their list, like, well, I need a new blow dryer, you know, or like stuff that you should pick out yourself. Number one, <laughs> number two, uh, yeah, stuff that's no fun. It kind of takes away some of the fun of surprising, you know, right. Is it, what's the point? Why should I wrap this? You know what you're getting. You put five things on a list <laughs> and I have a $40 limit. What's the point? <laughs> So that, that brings me to that next question of, for like gift giving is sentimental versus useful. Right. So it sounds like you would like sentimental, not useful. I, I guess I do. I definitely, I also come from like, you know, we were raised with lots of presents, not like Mm -hmm. I was an only child for a while. You know what I mean? Like there were a lot of presents, but we had we do big stockings and then multiple gifts under the tree. So there was always like, like I believe in getting, cause at some point I would, I filled my mom's stocking just like I fill Dustin and Bella's stocking and I would get her useful stuff in her stocking, but mm-hmm. more fun stuff to open or stuff she wasn't expecting to open. So like, you know, I know that yeah, you love combo. this lotion that you don't mm-hmm. buy all the time. Cause maybe it's expensive or in a weird place to get it. That's in your stacking. Expensive or weird. Yeah. Like it's, it's complicated. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, fun stuff in the biggies. What about you? Um, you know, it's funny because I, I like, I like both. Like for the useful stuff, it's like what you said, like the expensive, like 
there's a face cream that I really like, but oh, I yeah. don't like, I feel like it's too expensive to buy on the reg. If it's like $30, you know, it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. But I would ask for something like that for Christmas. Cause like, I know I really enjoy it and it makes me feel good and it's useful. It's not just like crap piled up. Somewhere. Right. I've also been on a very serious pajama kick. So I'm definitely asking for pajamas this year. Just for Christmas. ordered pajamas. Uh, like matching, like I want a matching set. Like I want yes. to get rid of all of my crap and like have matching set pajamas and be adorable. Look at Mod Cloth. They've got stuff on sale right now. Mm, that is good. That's good information because it's going on my Christmas list. Anybody who's listening, I want, I want, I want matching pajamas. I want long pants and short sleeves. That's kind of oh, long pants. Yeah. Really? But like with the buttons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But I need the shorts, long pants. I get, I mm. feel too um, restricted. I flop around a lot. See long long sleeves. I'm less into, but short sleeves, long pants. I, that's what I want. It's because I don't like I don't like my knees skin touching each other. So I'm like, that's not that was not the reason I expected. <laughs> that's, not, that's not weird. That's, that's totally normal. That is very um, normal. So um, yeah, but I also like really like a small sentimental gift of like, oh, this book looks like something you would love. Which incidentally, um. I love the book of poems that you got me for my birthday. Okay, it's so great. Okay. They're very festive. I think we've done yeah. a lot of good books. You've done oh, great yeah. books this year. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're always, we're always, we're good. We're good book gifters. Yeah. Book game. High. <laughs> high book yeah. game. Um, so speaking yeah. of this kind of like shopping for other people, since we're kind of at like a combination of the two, it feels like favorite holiday shopping memory. I think, well, it definitely has to do with shopping at the mall. Um, I just miss, I've been talking about this lately. Um, so when I was little, I loved big department stores. And part of that's because I watched old movies with Grammy and I was just like, look, it's all shiny. Look at the lights. Everyone's so like put together. Look at all the jewelry. Like I just, I really loved it. And I love like Miracle on 34th street. And that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, and so I also have like this nostalgic, nostalgic place in my heart for the mall in like the 80s and 90s. It's cold. It's winter. You got to get a locker. You go with like six people. Everyone breaks up. You meet at the food court. Um, and it was, I just love them all at Christmas time, or at least I used to. Right. I have people anxiety before, like pre-pandemic people anxiety, just like at some point I'm throwing shoulders. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, I can't, I have a threshold. Um, and I remember, I'm pretty sure this was Christmas shopping specifically. We were there with, it was me, my mom, I want to say Gia, Dina and Grammy. So those are my aunts and my grandmother. Um, and I think, I think Grammy is the one who bought a fake scratchy ticket and gave it to Dina and she flipped out and was so excited. It was like at the food court and it was in the middle of everything. And it was just so funny. And like, but also it was like no big deal because it was the mall at Christmas time and it's filled with kids and everyone's screaming and it's just chaos. And it wasn't Wait, real. Tell her that she won, but it was but fake. Have you ever seen one of those? If you read, no. if, if you scratch it and you says that you win, you flip it over and you read, then you read like, how do I redeem this? Right. And in the back, in the fine print, it tells you it's bullshit. And they're what totally mean. But we're we're scratchy families, and it was funny. What an outrageously mm-hmm. bad move! That's just mean. I love. And I it. think I got to ask my mom. I think like where did she? She must have bought it while they were shopping. Did she or buy did it she Spencer gifts? Like she what? had it like tucked in her bag. Like, right. She was waiting, moment. just waiting for the Christmas shopping day. Um, that's hilarious. That's definitely that one of them. Up. Yeah, <laughs> something. 
deeply wrong with your family. Um, yeah, I feel like the like the the family outing of Christmas shopping. Yeah, yeah, like we uh, we didn't do Santa when I was a kid, and so like we would go. My mom, uh, my mom's friend James, who's definitely listening. Hey, James. Um, our family friend James, who's not just my mother's friend, uh, and myself, my brother, and we would go and like take turns at like in different configurations right. because we all needed at least one adult. So like I would go with James and we would buy for Teresa and Matt. And then I would go with Teresa and we'd buy for James and Matt. And, and then at the end of it, we would go to the outdoor Christmas tree lot and pick our tree. And it was always like dark and cold and like terrible, but you had to find the right tree. So it would take forever. And then there's the struggle of getting it attached to the roof and like 400 yards of rope wrapped around it. And then you get home and it takes 25 minutes and it doesn't fit through the door and beetles so you know, everywhere like, off some of it. Absolutely. And then you put it up and it's like crooked and everybody laughs and like just chaos. Um, but it was a tradition that we had and it was wonderful because it gave us that idea of like, I am buying presents for my family and it makes you feel good. Right. And you're like invest. And I, I feel like I've talked about this, that like we didn't do Santa, but we did the, the magic of Christmas for us was all like the giving mm-hmm. like, buying gifts for people was a huge event. It was a big deal. It was a lot of thought. It was sometimes we do like themes and everybody would get like a variant of the theme. And it really, as somebody who's very serious about gifts as an adult, like, and you know, I, Right. spend a lot of time thinking about them and keep a running list all year long and every time an idea comes in i'm like Meh, put in my google doc of gifts and this way also i don't like repeat gifts for people that would be helpful i'm bad not able that. to do that for other people but i'm able to do it for what i'm buying for for other people um yeah so that's mm. always been my favorite and also I, like we we made a lot of ornaments so but that's oh that's awesome. great oh that's yeah. great see we didn't do that we um we I, I love Christmas shopping and I wonder if Christmas is why I like, like shopping in general. I mean, I like, mm. like when Dustin wants to hold my bags, I'm like, no, that's okay. I want to walk down mm-hmm. the sidewalk with my 10 bags from different places. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Can, you can put that little bag in the big bag. No, it's okay. Yep. <laughs> I, I can hold it by itself. Yep. I wonder if that's why. And plus there's that image of the Christmas movie with people and their bags. Mm-hmm. And everyone looks Skipping so down happy. the sidewalk with all their, right. Yep. If only everyone knew those bags They're always very dressed up. They're always very dressed up. Mm -hmm. Which is an important question. For Christmas itself, Mm -hmm. are you a wear fancy outfit person for the holidays? And I feel like we're talking about Christmas, but this also like applies to Thanksgiving. Are you a wear fancy clothes and like look put together and and fabulous? Or are you sweatpants and I am comfortable and I'm going to eat myself sick? I mean, it doesn't have to be yourself. So right. I'm comfortable sitting. Uncomfortable, right? Because sometimes it's a long. It can be a long thing. You mm-hmm. get, you know, if you get there before you eat, you eat early, whatever the function is, mm-hmm. um, and then you linger and you talk, you're and then hot. there's dessert, and then there's coffee, and then there's, there's yeah, you're hot. Too many people. Um, there's yeah. Um, I think it depends on. It depends on the setting to me more than the holiday. I mean. I will dress up for the holiday because I'm, I feel like when I was a kid, we dressed up 
Mm-hmm. I know we're Italian. You know, you put on you, at least the kids, right? You're in a velvet dress. And that's right. It. I was just saying the starchy yeah. everything. Right. Yeah. Everything velvet is very white. It's very the, clean. It's very, yeah. The the Mary Janes. Right. The, the yeah. The patent leather, shiny mm-hmm. Mary Janes. Um, I feel like I automatically go to dressing kind of nice without thinking about it is my first go-to when there's a holiday, anything like a, holiday, mm-hmm. a dinner or whatever. Um, until I see like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, what are you wearing? Mm-hmm. So I can, Oh, I, so I don't, okay. You guys were in, you, you'll get a text. You weren't a sweatshirt. Right. You were in a dress or what you in? will um, it be a tunic sweater and leggings kind just, of event? Yeah, exactly. Because I always, first of all, I don't know who the fuck I think I am, <laughs> but I think I'm fabulous. And I think all every right. event is going to be a shiny cocktail party that uh it's it's not it's i can relax a little bit about it and the truth is i'm much more comfortable you know not in the dress that requires not breathing or actually eating at the event that's going to have food um but i do think that i'm like from mad men sometimes I'm like well it's christmas i better put on my pointy bra and my <laughs> red sequin shoes with the peep toe with the bow because i have those they're, they're my holiday shoes, but you can't stand up them. that I haven't right that I haven't worn in seven years. You can sit fantastically in them, okay, so just in case, right? Ready I, to go, yeah, ready great. to go for the glam holiday party. But like I, you know, just as happy to wear sweats mm-hmm. as long as everyone else is wearing sweats, right? Sure, because that means like, we're all eating a lot. I don't get to worry about a second piece of pie. Yeah, there'll be enough pie for two pieces, and then that's a good party. <laughs> That's pie. That's that's key to dress code. Is how much pie is there? It is. Am I gonna? If I'm eating a second piece of pie, I need a stretchy band in my pants. And um, (laughs) you? Yeah. So we're. (laughs) I I am definitely a sweatpants person. Like, if that is the option, I am a hundred percent wearing sweatpants. If I have to go somewhere, I will look slightly more fantastic. But like in my own house, that's, I mean, I'm not wearing a hoodie, but I'm definitely wearing sometimes. Like I might wear um, soft leggings. <laughs> they technically give me some sort of shape, but like, no, no, I'm, I'm a comfy, comfy. And also because like my family never did that. We never did the get dressed up for the holidays. It was, right. Unless we were going to a place, which just like wasn't. Part. It was definitely a like stay in your pajamas holiday kind of situation. Yeah, I definitely, I actually wrote, I forgot like I have all these answers um, written down right in front of my face. Right. Um, we always had, and I believe I'm up for fancy dinner, but I love start the day comfy and end the day comfy because I do believe in you get up, you have breakfast, mm-hmm. you make breakfast and you eat your breakfast while you're opening for Christmas, while you're opening your presents. And then you kind of hang out and then you get dressed later because like you're cooking or whatever. And you take the pictures in front of us. Right. You do front of thing and then tree. you like take your shoes off and put your scuffies on because it's too mm-hmm. much. Um, I recently. You're so Italian. You put your scuffies <laughs> you put on. Your scuffies on with your, over your, uh, over your nylons. Okay. Um, <laughs> Or your your knee high nylons, whatever. It doesn't matter. You just you want to be warm. You've been in heels all day, and you deserve it. Um, we last year did like a really nice um, Halloween dinner, and we talked about that, like a gourd feast. I want to do that next year. I'm like, that's dress uppy to me, because again, I Costume? think it's no, just like fancy, no. No. just like fancy with beautiful Autumnal gothic tones. table. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dual big, everything. Right. Oh I'm into it. I'm looking forward to a gourd feast. It will be. Mm. It will be gorgeous. gorgeous. It will be gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh my god. That's a, we should we should definitely do that next year because it, it sounds great. Now we keep talking about it. I just I just feel like squash soup for everyone. You know, like mushroom tarts. So while you are at your family festive affair, let's talk about family dynamics. Did you come from a family that fought it out on the holidays or tactfully avoided uncomfortable conversations? Tactfully avoided as in Candace, keep your mouth shut. (laughs) Did people tell you that? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. For a long time, I was the only kid on that side Mm -hmm. with my mom and my grandparents. So Mm. it was, you know. There's things you don't talk about. You certainly don't talk about them on a holiday. Everyone's trying to have a nice time. And the truth is, just a few years ago, uh, my uncle, I was home for Easter, which is weird. Um, my uncle asked me at, at Easter, at the table with everyone sitting there, if I believed in God. And I said, Mom, he's brooding Easter. <laughs> so it's obviously not just me. Mom, um, but yeah, no, we brooding <laughs> Easter. Um, everyone's interrupting staring at me. my jelly beans. Right. Meanwhile, I wore a t-shirt at some point. I said, and we're talking about feminism with like high school age boys. It was a whole fucking thing. Um, so <laughs> I, I believe, I don't know. I, I don't want to say I believe in keeping the peace because I think it's bullshit. I think the fact that we don't talk about those things is why we don't have the social skills to like mm. talk about them on a grander scale because we don't have a response other than being defensive to stuff that's not like us. And like, I think it's all the basis for why we so fucked up. Um, That being said, maybe not at the holidays, like just be like, let it go or don't go. But then that's just as bad. I don't know, ma'am. I think (laughs) the like travel component of it matters. Like if you only see your family once a year and it's over Christmas, do you really want to have a fight with them about whatever it is over, over Thanksgiving? Do you really want to find it out? Or do you see them every weekend and frankly, I have listened to you say this thing the last 36 weeks in a row, and I've been very polite about it. I'm not going to be polite about it anymore. That's a really good point. Yeah. I think that that changes the dynamic because there are things that are like worth having the argument over, right. but they might only be worth having the argument over if you know that you are going to see them again and again and again, and you like would rather air out the fucking grievances right. so it doesn't sit over you forever. So that's something. Yeah, um, I think, so I think yeah, it matters. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it, it's so situational because some mm-hmm. people can actually, you, you look, only, you know, the dynamic of your family, right? So you, you not even then, sometimes, right. You might make <laughs> the choice beforehand. Like I promise myself when so-and-so says something fucking stupid, I am not going to say anything, but you don't actually know that's what's going to happen. You can try mm-hmm. Um, and it depends but, on like when in the day did and they like, say it. Right. And what do they say? Yeah. Maybe it's after mm-hmm. dinner and you kind of hear it from the other room and you're too tired mm-hmm. to deal with I'm it. I'm going to let it go. Right. Or they've said it right to your face first thing in the morning. And you're like, well, we going we go. we're going to start with this. We're going to start it, here. Yeah. Start it all here. depends okay. on what is said. Yeah. Um, but I think the biggest problem is us feeling, you know, spending the holidays with people out of guilt or duty um because sometimes that's not good if you know you're going to get into that situation you know 
You just got to choose what's more important that day. It's not even what's more important forever. It's what's more important that day. Getting into it and standing up for what I need to say or not seeing these people and watching a freaking Twilight Zone marathon and ordering a pizza. Mm-hmm. No matter what the thing is. Yeah. Yeah. I've been lucky enough not to have a ton of anxiety about it going into these events. And part of this because I got a mouth on me and like everyone expects it. <laughs> so, like, there's, That's just, just being candid. Right? You're damn fucking right it is. Yeah. Right. It's uh, I, I guess I've, I've been lucky and I, I, I may not have always made choices that my family was happy with. What's that in your face? Leave me alone. It's a nose ring. What's this? It's a tattoo. Grampy. Stop touching me. Stop poking me in the hand. What is this? What is this? You know what it is. You have them too. Um, yeah, I'm that kid. Well, that's a kicker. You have them too. Shut your judgy mouth. Yeah. Shut your judgy mouth. Yeah. Um, so I'm lucky and I don't, you know, I, I, there's not a part of my life that my family is so appalled by that just being around, there's a fucking conversation about it. You know, I mm-hmm. can't, can't judge that. And I have zero advice to give other than see earlier statement about pizza. Yeah. Delicious, delicious pizza. So it's interesting. You said the, like the obligations of travel and like feeling you like you have to spend um, time with your family over the holidays. What is, what is something that you do over the holidays that, or just like an example of it, of like something that you feel pressure to do versus something that you're doing because you enjoy it like on either side like what's something you love to do that's like so specifically holiday and it's amazing and what's something that you feel like I have to do this it's like the right thing to do it's a great question and I part of me kind of feels like an asshole because I am very lucky that that that's not really a thing in my life at the moment I moved far away from family so um there aren't a lot of, I feel like I have to see these people or I have to go to this place or I don't really want to drive that far, but if I don't, it'll be a thing. Um, I don't have a lot of that. Uh, I have in the past and I did not like it. Um, because my parents are divorced, there was a period in my life where I was old enough to drive and Uh, right. So I uh, had to go from place to place. Um, and that got, look, I love my family. But that got pretty tired pretty fast. The yeah. feeling like I have to be there and I have to. I have, you have to drive to around in circles because you could keep it together, right? Like, right. You, you have look to at eat me wrong. All like, the places you have to like sp- spend the same amount of time everywhere. Yeah, and then you right then yeah. there's the guilt of which family yeah. are you seeing That's on which a day? One. Yeah, That's I think a, a lot. One. I think a lot of people handle that, especially as. And like, as people get married and they have to like split their time between right. different, like different families and if their own family is split, like it's, it gets pretty intense. I remember, I remember doing that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that idea of like, well, we live far away. So a lot of those like obligation things go away. Right. Um, one thing that I'm like super not sad about that felt like a really like pressurized holiday situation is work holiday parties. Yeah. Oh, not having to go to a work holiday party is like number one on my list of things that I'm really excited about. (laughs) I never have to do this again. Um, The transition of like being just like a, like a low enough person in a big company where like nobody noticed to like having getting, reaching a stage in my career where it was like, 
what will you be, you know, will we be seeing you and your spouse at our holiday party in full work management attire? Um, I don't miss that. Like, and it's always like three hours to get there because of traffic because it starts at a stupid time. Can you have to go home and get dressed and so on and so forth? I do not miss the obligation of a holiday work party. That's good. I like plenty of my coworkers that I never, ever, ever wanted to see outside of the office. So um, I am grateful that uh, my holiday work party this year was on Zoom. We had a DJ and I thought it was going to be terrible, but it turned out to be super fun. And that's, that's the kind of holiday work party I can get behind. Yeah. Something different. I, mm-hmm. I mean, that's also part of it. It's the holiday, you know, the office party has been the same, a big or small scale for mm-hmm. 75 years. Mm-hmm. It's been the same yeah. to do. Um, so that uh, is the nice. same awkward encounter. Yeah. Right. The same someone's drinking too much. Someone's wearing too much perfume. Someone's titties be way out. Someone's pants be falling down. His flies down. I mean, it's the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much the same the same situation. Although I guess those are the best parts of the party, right? <laughs> Afterwards mm-hmm. in the, in, at the time it's very, it's, it's awkward at the time. It's like, what? Yeah. What, what is a good tradition or what is like a good part of the holiday that you do out of just like pure enjoyment, not because it's expected mm-hmm. giving gifts slash wrapping gifts. Mm. I want to wrap my presents. I want to wrap presents that you need to wrap that you just don't have time to wrap. Come over, drop them off, pick them up in a week. No problem. Um, I want to spend 15 minutes wrapping each gift at least. Really. I want to make sure that the creases are creasy and I want to, I want to make different, you know, really think about ribbon and gotzes and stuff for the top. Do I want to put uh, cookie cutters on top? Maybe. Maybe, maybe I should put some cookie cutters on top. That's adorable. You want an ornament? Make an ornament that's a fascinator in the same time. Yes. This, this is, I mean, this just brings me so much happiness because it shows, it shows in your wrapping how much you enjoy it. And it is my favorite. Like, I know that we do like sort of secret Santas, but like your gifts are always very obvious because they're beautiful. (laughs) Well, thank you. Hey guys, this one came from candy. Do you see it? it it's is also just gorgeous. Partly because I like obnoxious bows. Yeah. That's I like things I, that go. I absolutely love it. What is um, yours? Oh, how nice. So it used to be going to midnight mass. I love midnight mass. I love midnight mass so much. Um, it has gotten harder to do uh, as at this stage in my life. Um, one. I'm tired. It's midnight. <laughs> so yeah. Tired. It's freaking late. You have three hour nap. <laughs> so tired. Uh, Mike is not into midnight mass. So I'd be like going by myself, which like doesn't seem like fun. And I, did I mention I was tired? Mm-hmm. So I'm like bummed that I don't really do that anymore, but that was a thing that used to bring me so much joy, just like overwhelming happiness. Mm-hmm. Someday, someday I'll be able right. to do it again. Yeah. That's just not right now. Uh, mostly because I feel like people that go to midnight mass are there because they want to be out of a sense of like joyous celebration. It doesn't feel obligatory. It mm-hmm. feels because people that are like, oh, we got to go, you know, we got to tr- go to church on Christmas. You can go to the 9 a.m., right? You can go to the 10 a.m., you can go to the right. 4 or whatever. But the midnight mass and it's all candlelit and singing the whole time. And it just is, it it's always a thing that I love. I love to be there and be part of it. And you really come out feeling renewed, even though like I have no interest in Catholicism, like, 
as a mindset, they do really deliver a good midnight mass service. They do. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. They deliver, yeah, you, know, I mean, it's, you feel holy. It's you, feel you, feel, you leave feeling holy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spirit so is raised. That is a thing that I have always, always loved. And again, like Elian and I used to go, we went together for years. Um, basically, as a, if we were in the same city, we would go together. We weren't always, but when we could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a tradition that unfortunately has dropped off of my rotations. What mm-hmm. is a tradition that you want to add into your rotation? So, and this is a little bit of a memory, uh, favorite holiday memories as well. Um, I, so last year we brought you guys pie on Thanksgiving, right? We brought so like little good. pie oh packages. God. And I think about that little pie or it makes me happy. They, I'm, I can't believe how cute they came out. I really can't. I mean, the first one didn't look like that, but it was delicious. I, I ate it when I knew it was too ugly to give to people. I was like, well, this is for me now. And I tested everything and it was good. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed doing that. I really enjoyed doing that. Um, I think this year we are going to start. Um, my mom used to make cookies for people. I mean, cookies. I mean, my mom would, the hallway was lined for a month with canisters and Tupperware and there were cookies in the freezer and there was, and I would eat them for a month and a half month. Um, so that was fun, but that's, I'm not making that many cookies, but I would like to start um, making cookies to just, you know, randomly deliver to friends throughout the Christmassy time. You're going to get cookies. You're getting cookies. I'm excited. I'm excited. I also, um, the reason it's memories, not only that I, my mom gets a great joy out of bringing people joy with food. Um, and I clearly do as well. Uh, and that makes me happy. And I making cookies with my mom and listening to the Barbra Streisand Christmas album is a very, very good memory. And I just mm-hmm. bought it on vinyl. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, it sounds excellent. And I'm going to play real loud. I think you should. Real loud. Oh, I love it. Yeah. What about you? What's your tradition? You're bringing in? Um, so I added last year and I'm continuing it this year is doing a turkey trot on right. Thanksgiving. Uh, one, you know, you're giving money to assorted hunger organizations, but like also doing something active before you then sit and consume forever. Right. Um, so my mom and I went, ran one last year together and it poured with rain every single second. It was like the coldest, most measurable thing on the planet. We had a great time. Um, Actually, now that I think about it, that, might have been two years ago because last year was COVID. Right. Last year, so, the holidays were bad. Uh, yeah. yeah. So this would be the third year that I'm doing it. Um, we just signed up for it. And weirdly, it's like not in the same place. It's in North Hollywood now, but like, whatever. Okay. So we're going to run a turkey and we're actually going to like run it in person, like with people. I mean, we're going to run it away right. from people. We are going to run it in the same location as other people. Right. So that'll be interesting. Um, fully masked, obviously. Yeah. And run is like a huge misnomer for what, we're going to, what I'm going to be doing. My mother will be running. I will be definitely traveling 5K. Moving from the beginning <laughs> point to the a end. to point yeah. B of 5K. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, something we used to do, my mom used to host this going, growing up. We did a caroling party every year where we would have like tons of copies of all the lyrics and like somebody would play the piano sometimes and somebody would play the guitar. And sometimes it was just like, we're putting the uh-huh. album on and singing along with it. And sometimes we're just fucking singing. 
And that is something that I would like to, and, you know, and again, it's, it's not now, but later, um, go back to hosting, hosting a caroling party. Right. That is a specifically a spitty event. Like it is a, we are singing a carol for the next couple hours. Right. Uh, And, you know, it's booze and it's food and it's whatever, but like, sometimes it's like the high holy Latin. It's like, Adice Fidelis in the no whole twenty-five minute Latin. Right, yeah, well, I'm absolutely. sitting that one out. You you would be surprised at how much of it you know. You would be shocked know, yeah, that it comes yeah. back. And you know, it's it's I, I'm the the most off key, and like it just it's good. It's a good feeling. So that would, would be never, a thing. Like a go caroling, not Adice. No, which yeah, makes no, me sad. Yeah. Which makes me sad. Um, the closest I ever came to caroling, like as emotion is there is in and I feel like for a Thanksgiving episode we talk a lot about Christmas and that is just the way Christmas is mm-hmm. fuckers um there's the magic caroling train in Burbank and right. Toluca Lake yeah that you carol along with it it's a train right. that travels through and it's coming back this year so I'm really excited to is go oh. and actually donated money to it this year which oh. I've never done before because I'm like it's expensive please help us so I'm like you right. know what you brought me a lot of joy. Yeah. Um, you do love that. Yeah. My mom loves it. My mom yeah. loves it. She asks every year if we're yes. going. It's like, are you going? Yeah. Um, she absolutely loves that. If you want to come, come. There's it's, a caroling train. Yeah. There's a caroling train. It's a standing one place and walk along slowly. I am like about it. So, I, that's a reason yeah. for me to get a thermos for mm-hmm. hot chocolate because I do not have one. I can write it down, dude. We're doing it. We're doing it. It's a date. Okay. It's Christmas Eve. See you there. Um, <laughs> I mean, we don't have plans. So. Right? Who would? Uh, yes. So I'm I'm looking forward to doing that this year because I nice. really I missed it. I missed it last year. I missed it with like my soul. So, oh, yeah. It is um, nice. It is a nice. Um, it is it's festive, and everyone. It's one of those things where everyone is there because they're they want to be. They're enjoying. Yes, themselves. exactly. Yeah. Same sort of idea. Yeah. Um, and what is your favorite piece of holiday decor of like all the holidays? So this year, that was, I bought, that was a quick rotation. Sorry, <laughs> I bought uh, a new Halloween decoration that is a creepy. It's a hanging decoration. It's not very big. It's a jack o' lantern with a witch hat, and also he's a ghost. Um, As you do, and check the check the boxes. I love it. I love it. There's something about the way it blows around. There's something like it's the perfect size. I love it. I can't stop staring at it. Is it? It's is it still up? Could we? It could is. we take a picture and yes. post that? Please? Absolutely. I think that could be the cover. Right. Yeah. It is definitely mm-hmm. definitely still up. Uh, I love it. Um, outside of that brand new guy. My mother has a candy dish that was only brought out at Christmas time. It's a, it was deep green glass um, and beautiful. It had a very uh, gothic look to it. Very uh, like a pedestal bottom and a pretty deep well for candy. And the lid that came off had like a, a teardrop shaped, super pointy thing on top. Um and I love it. And I guess I, it's not really a decoration so much, but um, decor. it could be decor. I think about it. She got me a candy dish last year or the year before that I, I love almost as much, but I leave that candy dish out all year round. Right now it's got some Halloween candy left over and a plastic eyeball. <laughs> you do. Like candy I dishes. Oh, I love that plastic eyeball. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm going to go with just like the, 
mountain of pumpkins that is in my house. I have pumpkins of all sizes and real versus not real and textures and materials. There's like yarn pumpkins and there's flannel pumpkins and there's ceramic pumpkins. And there's like one super stupid, dangerous glass pumpkin. (laughs) Um, And there's soft pumpkins and there's not soft pumpkins. And there's like fuzzy pumpkins and the joy that Rebel gets out of like rearranging them constantly. And also they're like all different colors. I mean, there is a plethora of pumpkins and just how happy these pumpkins are making him just make me really happy. I mean, it it makes me crazy because I tastefully decorated the house in pumpkins. Mm -hmm. And then he walks around and gathers them all up into a pile and he's like pumpkin patch. And I'm like, well, that's adorable. But also like, could you please put pumpkins back? Uh, but no, no, he cannot. I think he's going to be really sad when the pumpkins go away. Um, You're going to just have like, to have pumpkins all the time. The plethora of pumpkins right now mm. um, is is really like hard, hardcore holiday decorating love right now. Yeah, I've been into pumpkins a lot lately. Last year's was the first time I was like, well, two years ago was the first time I decorated a house in California. So I was super excited. And uh, yeah, I got the pumpkin bug and now I can't stop. Mm-hmm. Now I just, all I want is pumpkins, pumpkins. big ones, little ones. I like, I have them on the, um, in the dining room, like, like a nice big mantle set up with candles and pumpkins and flowers. And uh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I, I bet nobody moves that around. Dead. Uh-huh. I bet they're perfect. Yeah. Um, so moving away from the holidays. Yes. Though I will, we will do a shopping call out at the very end. Yes. What do you do? For your year-end wrap-up, that's your, like, now I know that I'm at the end of the year. What are your, what are your to-dos to wrap your year? Um, I do have, at some point accidentally, my eye exam is, (laughs) falls in November. So that's how, or, you know, October, November. So that's how I know, oh, it's a common, (laughs) is when I get my reminder, because I always set the Mm -hmm. appointment at last year's exam. We've talked about this before. So I forget about it until I get an email. That says you have an eye appointment, asshole, that you didn't write down. Um, <laughs> and and the holidays are coming. So that's that's a big reminder. Um well, I do start the epic list making. It kind of just happens because it come October, you know, I love Halloween. So I do start making extra lists. I don't even really think about it until they, they snowball <laughs> into, you know, at the end of the year. And it's like list city. Um, that's a, like a quiet reminder every year. Like, Oh, Oh, you made, you wrote that down. And then you wrote that down. And then you wrote that down. How many calendars are you updating? Huh? Is it November? It's November. <laughs> yeah. Feels like November. Feels like November. Yeah. What do you do to like round out your life admin? We do a lot of donating. Right. We we donate a boatload of money at the end of the year. And some of that is like guilt. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, some of that is you got to hit a certain number for the taxes. Sure. And some sure. of it is just like, oh, we have had a lovely year. Now let's make sure that we're helping other people have like some joy here, which feels very like figury and it's it doesn't like feel good to say out loud now that I'm like, ah, what a dick. But at the same time, like, it's a thing that we always do. Like, but like yeah. When, and- we get to, what is it? Like there's cyber Monday, which I don't participate in. And then we get to giving Tuesday and we're like, take all of our money. 
Right. So that's something that we always just like make sure to do. That's um, true. Yeah. That does kind of happen because yeah. for me, the year disappears and then I, because and yeah. you know, the emails come in, which is the yeah. reminder, but that is like, oh shit. Yeah. I haven't donated to whatever this year. And, yeah. and it's, it's interesting because I know like how like the budget cycles work and I know that they look at their Q4 and they're like, well, we're going to get a huge glut of money so then we can plan Q1. So I like to be like, here is your chunk. So then. Right. That's not a question mark. So that's a big one. I try and like get rid of stuff every year, but I'm terrible at it. Just I'm terrible at it. Uh, joining by nothing has really helped me, but like, I don't have any, I feel like I don't have any good year end like wrap up stuff. It's you know, I try and do yeah. best and worst, but like, there's no good. Do no you, good. cause you're so big on resolutions. Do you start thinking about that? when the holiday season starts to pick up speed or is it something that, you know, come Christmas, then it's on your mind. Yeah. It, once Christmas is done, I start thinking about, okay. Cause I've got too many, but I mean like they're always the same, right? <laughs> <laughs> Run five, five Ks. I have yet to mm-hmm. achieve, um, you know, try and mm-hmm. recover some of your mislaid health is a good one that I'm working on, but also like, be gentle with yourself. I don't know. But yeah, no, I, I start really like thinking about, I do like an introspective after Christmas. Right. And try and like think about the things. And it's, you, and some of it is because like my company is closed between Christmas and New Year. So I feel like I get a little right. breathing room. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you think, um, yeah, you have a company that closes like for a significant mm. chunk and they're just like, yeah. let's do it. Um, do you think, yeah, do you, th- how much do you think that affects like, because you know that's coming. So there's stuff that you don't have to think about because you have lists and you have shit going on. So there's stuff you know I can think about that week. Yeah. It gives me yeah. the ability to like rewind and like downtime a little bit. That's interesting because yeah. that's even part of it. Like I don't, I like this, this year I took, because the holidays fall on weekends, which kind of mm. screws you out again. Yeah, days it off sure work. does. It sucks. Yeah. Um, I hate that. So I just <laughs> took the week off in between. I was like, bye. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am, so looking forward to it and I'm going to be like, I'm going to do shit. Like I'm going to be busy and I got stuff going on, but it's all 100% able to focus on me stuff. I don't have to think about work for an entire week and knowing that break is coming uh, does allow me to like, and I don't think about this right now. Yeah. That's okay. I can, I don't need to add this to my other holiday stress, whatever this might be. It might be like, you know, get to it when you get to it. Yeah. My ass is flat. I mean, that could be it. I feel that way right now on this chair. I gotta tell you (laughs) lately, I feel like no matter what I do, I'm not sitting on my butt bones. I'm sitting on my hammies. I don't know why, but I, it's like, I can't, I don't know. I don't know nearly enough about my tired of being at home. Tired of having all these different chairs. (laughs) But I don't want to go back to work either. <laughs> the end of the year, and I'm tired. Uh, correct. And it's hard, and I'm so confused lately. So this year, we'll see. I mean, I have, and it's it's a it's a bunch of factors. It's my eyes, it's the lighting in my house, it's the way I'm working for the last two years. Like, there's all these reasons why my brain is like scrambled, like just scrambled. I what, how did I describe it? You know, when in grade school, when like there was a sub. And the sub wasn't there yet. And the bell would ring and the, the chaos in the classroom until the sub showed up. And then the sub having a hard time. That's what's going on in my brain lately. 
It just sounds like recess in there. And uh, I, you know, we'll see if that helps. Like maybe like the holidays of coming up will help me focus a little bit. And because I'm making lists and I'm going to have to like think straight. Um, but for the most part, it's just like kids throwing paper airplanes and spitballs <laughs> going on. So uh, here's, <laughs> here's hoping you get those cookies that I just, because it's already mid-November and I don't even have my recipes, but I'm going to make a list this weekend. Goodness. So it's fine. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That is so funny. Yeah. There's so much happening in my brain and so much happening in the world. Noodle, what's your political minute? So I, and I apologize for doing this. I'm going to throw a wrench in what our original plan was. Um, I was going to talk about the infrastructure bill, but I'm not going to, because we've been, we've had a really great uh, long episode and the infrastructure bill feels like a lot. So instead, I'm going to say these two things. Um, the Rittenhouse trial, the the lawyer, like what is happening with that judge and like the absolute like nonsense that's going on in the court where they're just like allowing fucking bullshit happening. Like he had to like pick his own jury and um, they couldn't call the people that he shot victims. Right. Like all these like weird rules. And then he was crying on the stand and like, go fuck yourself. And I really, honestly, he needs to go to jail for a really long time. He does. He does. He's, he's, he just, he just needs to go to jail. And I think about um, what, what is now known as the exonerated five and how they were the same age as, as Rittenhouse on like their tiers of actual, like, Hey, I didn't kill anybody. Like it didn't matter. And this motherfucker who 100% killed people, like, they're like, oh, a troubled young man, like, get fucked. Um, so it's really interesting and horrifying to watch that play out. And he's like, I want, I'm there to be a medic. You're not a medic. You, you're carrying a gun. What? And his mom, his mom was like, oh, we would do it again. It was the right thing. Like, that's just an admission of guilt. Like, what are you doing driving your 17-year-old son to go shoot people like the mom should also be in jail like oh, i was gonna say yeah the parents motherfucker, even, yeah. right that guy that guy's gotta go to jail and then like the other side of that is what's happening um with what i what should be referred to as the mcmichael trial um mm-hmm. and the fact that he was like oh, yeah actually he didn't threaten us and uh it turns out we just like made the whole thing up and yeah no i was just like haunting him like that lawyer has uh she has really given a like master class in making somebody implicate themselves on um while actively on trial while like in testimony but to watch those two happening in mm-hmm. real time at the same time has been very confusing um and if those motherfuckers don't go to jail like basically everybody should be going to jail right now it's right. like like what we're looking at um but the fact that both of those trials are happening is good the fact that they're happening at the same time is such an overwhelming feeling right now it is so much um so our judicial system is odd and that is it my is, political minute. <laughs> it is odd it's yeah. <laughs> um we it, well it's it's an example of how very different things are from district to district it's not it, it's amazing how different things are and it's amazing how how influential people are so different when they're doing the Mm -hmm. same job, how 
uh, our perceptions of reality fit into our position in life and how we then project that. It's all just very, very well fucked up. It's fucked up. It's understandable why people don't feel like they can get just like, there's no point in, in doing a lot of things. There's no point in reporting a lot of things. There's because the same talking in circles that's happening at the highest level of politics is also happening in our judicial system. It's this, they're, they're built on the same principles of talking about shit uh, until you just can't anymore. (laughs) Until you literally have to stop and say the last things you can possibly say. Um, And it's a, it's a show. It's a show. It's a show. It's a show. And I wonder like, I mean, the stuff that's going on in the Rittenhouse um, trial is is absurd. I mean, it's absurd. It, and and you know what? They don't have like no faith in the system because if SVU has taught me anything, it has taught me that. Uh, in situations like that, when things are that obvious that there's some sort of bias that you can't believe these things are happening, but like judge has final say and everything, there are people that you aren't seeing who are like, trying to file motions to get rid of him and, and doing everything they can to then suppress things on the other, you know, counteract those moves. Um, and you know, shout out to those people. Yeah. Right. They're, <laughs> they're, they're there. There, there, there are interns running paralegals running to file stuff at the end of the day because of how absurd this shit is. Cause it, I mean, it's outrageous. It's it, it outrageous. is un. It's unbelievable. It really yeah. is unbelievable. I don't know why it's unbelievable, but it is. And yet it still continues to amaze us. And we're watching. Okay, one happier note. What <laughs> what is a good place that you want to shout out for holiday shopping? Yes. Um, I am gonna shout out a few and I'm gonna we're gonna list Great. everything. Um, I, I, what I really want to do is shout out to uh, these artists out there that are doing really great work with boobies and wieners. Uh, butts and V's. Uh, there is Jocelyn, Jocelyn, Jocelyn Chantel. Um, I will put up her Etsy shop who has just really, really pretty minimalist, um, uh, prints. And she also does like pins. Um, and she, right now she has a, an enamel pin that is boobies that comes in like four or five different shades and, uh, with different nips colors. And they're all, they're wearing, um, Santa hats. So oh, that's adorable. That's that. I mean, that is a stocking stuffer. That is a cute <laughs> gift for, you know, someone you're not sure how close your relationship is. Uh, <laughs> One way to find out. Be pinned. Exactly. <laughs> um, also, there is uh, Lauren Quinn uh, on Instagram. She is burnt out broad. Um, she does some great pottery work. She makes um, planters uh, and also other ceramic art. And she's got a whole bunch of really cool um, V's and P's right now and just fun, interesting stuff. Um, A lot of uh, butts. She's got butt stuff. She's got butt ornaments. Um, I think it's excellent. And then not peen related. Is that uh, even allowed around here? Right. Um, (laughs) This uh, account or this, the website is called it's Puff Puff Palms. (laughs) <laughs> like pom pom. Um, and she makes like big plushy fun earrings and other soft things. So she actually makes like long giant pom pom earrings in different shapes. And she has like Christmas trees and they're super fun. She's got um, like sparkly garlands 
and whatnot. So I really, really recommend that. And then I have one that's a local, um, which I'm, I'm super happy because I was looking for a closey, uh, a nearby. There is a uh, comic store called Sunset Comics that is a friend of Dude who opened a freaking comic shop and I love a comic shop. So nerds and people who like boobies, I got you. We got all kinds of stuff for you. Where, this where, is yeah. West Hollywood. West Hollywood. <laughs> Noodle's not going to West Hollywood. If it's um, not in the Valley. I ain't we'll going. check it out, but they've got like <laughs> big collectibles, like oh, cool. expensive, cool, super cool shit. Um, the kind of stuff that uh, you know, there's that one person in your life who you want to spend a lot of money on. This looks like the kind of place to go check out. Awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just comics. I just love comics. Yes. Everyone go to comics. Comics are the best. People don't even know they want comics. You can roll them up and like tie in like candy and like wrap them, and like put pen. Mm-hmm. I love getting magazines and comics. I'm done. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we all know that I am a pop-up boutique person yeah. for the holidays. There is no amount of craft fairs that I don't want to go to. I want to go to all of the craft fairs. So I'm actually going to shout out a specific craft fair that is coming up. Um, handmade for all holidays gift boutiques is what it's called. Um, it is managed, curated, literally in the house of my friend Ariella. Um, Ariella Fiore, who we just, we love. Uh, I actually, she was Mike's friend from Dungeon Master. Like who the fuck knows? Um, and I met her for the first time years ago at her boutique. And I was like, well, this is a thing that I'm going to do now forever. She, not only does she like make stuff for it, cause she has her own, um, line of goods <laughs> called Quilting Mama which is all like baby stuff and like burp cloths and blankets and, you know, all sorts of like lovely hands-on things, but also she transforms her entire house. She like takes out all of her furniture and she curates it. And there's like 20 different vendors, maybe even more than that. And they are like probably more than that. And they're like set up all in her house. Like every room in her house is like a different theme of the type of gifts. And it's amazing. And the first time I went, I thought, oh, she lives in this really, really tiny house and it's just like full of stuff. And then I realized that she had actually like curtained off the other half of her house where ah. she lived in. Like she was actually like empty her entire house. I was like, oh, weird. Mm. But it's amazing. Um, they didn't do it last year, obviously, but it's back again this year. It's December 3rd through December 5th. Mm. Uh, it's in Van Nuys. It's really lovely. Everybody who knows me has gotten at least something from this. It's probably a magnet because there's really great magnets. Um, and it is one of my favorite things. And I'm always so excited to go and support Ariella. It's fun. I do love a good craft fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like such a fan of craft fairs. You know, like years ago, I, I used to go to every single one of them. Like right. there was the Renegade one in Pasadena. Yeah. Like, uh, there, no, Jackalope in Pasadena. Renegade was in um, LA. Yeah. Just, yeah. That at Grand Park. Like there was mm-hmm. always like, there was no craft fair that I didn't want to go to. There was that really, really big one inside the center. Yeah. 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 Um, did we, yeah, did yeah, we yeah. go there with Kira? Oh, oh, I'm a, sure. Was Kira in a wheelchair? Ooh, maybe like yeah. after her knee surgery. I think we went yeah. so close that yeah. she was actually. And it was at, at Grand Market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great and one. And that's, yeah, right. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, And I, I miss them. I miss, like, I miss them a lot. I went to one the other day. It was like 6 p.m. And I was like, everybody, let's put our shoes on. We're going out. And Revel was like, 
we're going on an adventure at night. And I was like, yes. And he was like, well, I want to buy things. And we didn't end up buying things, but there was a playground. So it worked out. Um, but I am looking forward to next year's holiday shopping, um, being again, like in person at these things and really doing it up. Yeah. I I'm happy that I will, I will probably do some in-person shopping this year, depending on how the next two weeks mm-hmm. go. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm stoked on that. Uh, but I do, I miss those things as well. I was just talking about the one, um, in Burbank that we did multiple times. Oh yeah. That, the big one down, um, mm-hmm. Magnolia. Uh, yeah. It's down Magnolia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have a holiday one. Yeah. They had other ones too, because there were just yes. so many. Oh, that was the, yeah. The, the, the nighttime area. one. The uh-huh. nighttime one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a Santa right and I had all those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, and you got to hope that those stores survived enough to be able to have that again. Right. And, and a lot of them didn't, yeah. a yeah. lot of them, uh, that area is Magnolia park was really hit by it. And yeah. And it, and it was hit before and it was mm-hmm. just right to like not make it through because yeah. they, they had already jacked up all those rents, but maybe they put a hold on them. Like who knows, who knows, like right. who knows right. what's happening when like, I, yeah. I love that down there. There's a bunch of, um, co-opy shops. Now mm-hmm. and even more now since since yeah. it happened, um, we can you know, only afford one store. Yeah, with us. yeah, <laughs> you can you can totally have like twenty five yeah. feet over there. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's uh, I think Pinup Girl has space at I can't remember the name of the place now, but and that's actually really really yeah. cute. I kind of I like the idea that you can go into one of these places for a candle and also maybe there's vintage handbags. You never know, right? Yeah, could be Get a lot done. Get a lot <laughs> done. Uh, Noodle, do you have any uh, closing plugs, shout outs, things you want to talk about that's going on? You know what? I'm going to do a shout out for myself. Yes. I'm going to do one because I've do talked it. about it for a really long time. I finally got promoted at work and Yay. I'm really proud of myself and Yay. I worked really, really hard to do it. Very sad. Um, so that's, that's my plug for myself. Good. <laughs> so I'm not even sorry. Like, no. I have been working so hard. Shout and I, out to perseverance. I feel really like pleased about it. So, mm-hmm. oh, you should be pleased about it. That's what I got. That's my excitement. Sure. Plus, apparently, I'm writing a children's book about dragons. Right, you've got a lot going on. Yeah. Good <laughs> things. Stay tuned for <laughs> Dragon Book. Um, I've got you know the Rad Mac. It's happening, man. So good, man, man. So good. There is a winter issue. Thank you. Winter issue is coming out next month. Um. Unfortunately, I can't say, you know, the winter issue should be um, ready to ship like about the 15th, but I can't say that they'll make it to people before Christmas because, you know, we had a lot going on. We got packages and USPS, you know, that fucking guy's still in charge. All those mailboxes are taped up still. Oh, I got, I got, I got shipping. Passion. I got opinions on. The I got day. opinions. Grind my gears. I have to tell you that the last Rad Mag, um, the fall episode issue, you know, it says on the back like eighty-five ways to reuse this. Like I actually did. Um, I used it in the gratitude turkey that we've been working on. Like I cut out pieces of it to make feathers and kind of pieces on his body, and like I made art with your magazine, and also like Revel likes something through, which is so funny. I'm um, so happy that it's, he's like, he's it's a like, good Mama, size for it. Yeah. Mama, read me this one. I'm like, you want me to read you the one about like the super gory story? He's like, mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Um, 
Did you like your story? Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. I was yeah. so pleased to see, oh, me, to see myself in print. And it also like upset me. <laughs> well, right. It was scary. It was, I was scary. like, I remember and Those I don't want to do that again. Really, yeah. really good. Yeah. Scary were good, stories and all very different experiences. Like it's, it's everybody's like understanding of the assignment was completely different. Mm-hmm. It was great. I and really, yeah. really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. And I really liked making those little hearts. They were, they were scared. Adorable. They were scared. Um, there will probably be uh, in the next couple of weeks, a uh, rad mag issues one through three sale. If you did Ooh. want to give those to somebody for the holiday, or if like you're having people over and you're looking for some spunky material to put on your coffee table, spunky, spunky. Oh, a little bit of a and colorful, colorful. Right. And, um, and hip as fuck. Right. Yeah. Maybe there I might... subscribe to a zine. What are you doing? Pottery barn. Your time, please. <laughs> uh, we might make snowflakes next month. Ooh. Out of the zine. So stay tuned for that video that I'll add to my list. I love that's, it. That's pretty much it. So uh good luck with all your end of the year stuff. Mm-hmm. Guys. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy, happy fall. Thanksgiving. Um happy some time off work. Happy reflection and being thankful. <laughs> and happy, look, we all know it's a little bit of bullshit. Thanksgiving. That's right. Okay. That feels we right. all know it's a little bit. A little mm-hmm. bit of bullshit. That's all. We love you guys. We'll see you next month. Bye. Bye. We remember to record all the way through. All the way. Well, through. we're still recording. We are still. I can't find the button. Oh, we are still. <laughs>